Miss Amy here. Hey, hi, hope that you guys are having an awesome summer so far. We are in our third weekend of Battle Squids and thank you guys so much for being my awesome squidudes and squidettes and we are gonna jump into another proverb today. Hey, do you guys remember what a proverb means? I'm, I'm not gonna put it up on the screen this time. Do you guys remember what it is? That's right, it's big wisdom from God and we can find it in the book of Proverbs that is right smack dab in the middle of our Bible. And um, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Today, we're gonna to be looking at a proverb that talks about the most powerful weapon in the entire universe. Can you guys think of what this most powerful weapon is? It's not, it's not like that big um, gauntlet, right, goblet from the Avengers movies. Nope, it's not that. It's not a gun. It's not a sword. Can you guys think of what it is? It's words. That's right. Words are the most powerful weapon. And words can either bring peace or they can bring war. And that brings me to today's proverb. It is on your screen now. It says this, a gentle answer turns anger away, but mean words stir up anger, Proverbs 15.1. Words are so powerful. And we're gonna jump into the Old Testament. Do you guys remember there was a group of people that God used to turn his people, the Israelites, back to him, and they were called judges. Now when I say a judge, I don't mean like a big person sitting in a courtroom telling people what to do. A judge in Old Testament times was somebody that God like spoke through and to help the Israelites remember who he was and teach them about him. So there was this really awesome judge. His name was Gideon, and Gideon was a really cool guy. In fact, he brought a bunch of people to a war uh, against these Midians, and he only had 300 soldiers with him. And because God was on their side, they won. And they were going back home, and in the, and in the meantime, a bunch of other Israelites from Ephraim came up to Gideon. They were like, hey, we're so mad, and Gideon's like, why? And these guys from Ephraim were like, because we're, we're warriors and you didn't invite us along to the battle. Well, Gideon had a choice. He could either be angry back at them or instead he used kind words. He gave them compliments and he said really nice things to them. And he was like, okay. And the guys from Ephraim went back home and they're like, all right, peace, Gideon. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Wow, because he used kind words and he gave them compliments and he told them, yes, you are great warriors. Now, fast forward a little bit in the Bible and there was another judge that God had sent. Now, this judge's name was Jephthah. And Jephthah, he was just like, just like Gideon, right? He um, spoke God's words to the Israelites, turned them back to God, did all of that stuff. And of course, back then, there was yet another battle that he had to lead. So this time, he led this battle. And guess who showed up afterwards, right? The guys from, <laughs> the guys from uh, Ephraim. Now this time, they were like, hey, we're angry. You forgot to invite us to the battle. But this judge, instead of using kind words, he was like, oh, what do you say angry about? Are you jealous? And he kind of said some mean things back to them. So you know what these two did? They battled each other. These were God's people. These were two group of Israelites. And instead of using kind words, they got angry and angry. And in fact, 
42,000 Israelites died in this battle more than any other battle in the entire book of Judges. That's so sad. So what can we learn from that, right? We learn that Gideon used kind words and they did not go to battle. But our second judge, Jephthah, he instead got angry right back at them. Hmm. All right. Now, were you guys paying attention to today's lesson? We are going to have a battle to see who remembers the most between our squidettes and our squidudes. So for my uh, volunteers in the room, you guys can go to the back table. There are these cards, A, B, C, D. And my squidudes all get together in your group and my squidettes get together in your group. And remember to whisper the answer to the volunteer and they will hold up the right answer. And if you guys answer it correctly, you guys will get some points, all right? And we will count those up during our go deep time. All right, were you guys listening? All right, so our first question is this, it's on your screen. God chose leaders to help the Israelites follow him. What were they called? We've covered this before, so you guys should know this one pretty quick. Was it A, judges, B, justices, C, presidents, or D, jurors? All right, you guys, get together with your leader, decide which letter is correct, and hold it up so that the volunteer on the stage who's handing out points can give you guys your, your points. All right, you guys ready? Hold up your card. All right, if you answered A, judges, you guys get some points. Good job, way to pay attention. All right, second question. God helped Gideon defeat the entire, um, the entire army using how many men? So this was at the beginning of the story. Do you guys remember this part? Was it A, 100, two, or B, 200, C, 300, or uh, D, 400? Hmm, how many men in that first battle did Gideon use? All right, so hold up your card. Let the volunteer on the stage see it. All right, if you guys said C, 300, you guys get some points, way to go. All right, third question. Some of the Israelites were angry that Gideon hadn't invited them to the battle. What was, the, what was this tribe called? Was it A, Judah, B, Reuben, C, Ephraim, or D, Asher? Hmm, were you guys paying attention to this one? All right, so whisper it to the leader, and the leader will hold up a card to the volunteer on the stage. All right, if the answer, if you guys said C, Ephraim, you guys get some points, way to go. All right, fourth question, what was the name of the judge who did not speak kindly to the men of Ephraim? Was it A, Josiah, B, Jephthah, C, Mephthah, I don't even know who that is, it's definitely not that answer, or D, Gideon? All right, you guys get together with your leaders, and figure out, is it A, B, C, or D? All right, go ahead and hold it up and show the volunteer on the stage. All right, if you guys said B, Jephthah, you guys get some points. Good job. All right, last question. How many Israelites died in battle following Jephthah's harsh words? Was it A, more than 42, B, more than 420, C, more than 4,200, Wait, A more than 42, B more than 420, C more than 4,200, or D more than 42,000? 
Boy, Miss Amy needs to go back to school. I can't tell my numbers apart. All right, do you guys remember what the right answer is? Hold it up to the volunteer on the stage. All right, if you guys said D, more than 42,000, you guys get some points. Good job. Remember, we will count these up during Go Deep time and let you guys know if the Squidudes or Squidettes had the most points. I'm going a little fast today because there's a special announcement at the end. All right, so in our story today, both by both times that the guys from Ephraim came to the judges, right? The judges gave them two different responses. So let's take a look at our proverb one more time and see if this is something that you guys can do. So a gentle answer turns anger away, but mean words stir up anger. Our words have so much power, boys and girls. Either they can bring peace or they can bring anger. So think about that, the next time that a brother or a sister, I feel like brothers and sisters or close cousins sometimes are the ones that can really stir up our emotions, but think about that. If you are willing to give them a hug or sit down and listen or use kind words, what are the results like? They're probably a lot better than if you're like, oh yeah, you wanna go, right? So that's my challenge for you guys this week. This next time that your emotions start to bubble up or somebody comes to you really mad and angry, Think about how you're gonna to react to them because your words are so powerful. In fact, that reminds me of when Jesus was on the cross, he even said to God the Father, please forgive them for they know not what they do. Even at the end of his life, Jesus was willing to use kind words for the people that were being mean around him. So can we be more like Jesus? Yes, yes we can. All right, you guys, I have some reflection questions for you on the screen. Remember that when you get together with your small groups, these are some things that you guys can start off with as they are taking attendance with you. So for my kindergartners and first graders, what did you find interesting about this story? And why do you think the men of Ephraim stopped being angry at Gideon? For my second and third graders, what do you think this story teaches us about God? And if you were in that situation, do you think you would have responded more like Gideon or Jephthah? and why. All right, you guys, it is Father's Day weekend. So whoever the father figure is in your life, maybe it's your dad, maybe it's your stepdad, maybe it's your grandpa, whoever that is, we have a special craft that you guys get to make here in Kids City. Make sure to spend some time on that. There are some blank lines that says, my dad is a faithful leader because, and I wrote some things down about my dad, and I want you guys to do the same thing about that father figure in your life. Maybe it's because he prays with you. Maybe he reads the Bible with you. Maybe he brings you to church. Maybe, um, you know what, my dad, he works really, really hard. Maybe your dad's a hard worker. Whatever that is, give him some kind words like what we learned about today, and that will make, that will make your dad's heart really, really full. Next thing is Kid City in the Park is this Tuesday at 6 p.m. at Trailhead Park up in Pine Island, up where I live. So I hope to see you guys there this Tuesday at 6 p.m. And last thing is make sure to sign up for VBS. All right, you guys, have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll see you guys next time.